What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. My name is Callie Lacerda. <clears throat> I'm Gabriella Lopes. And this is episode number nine. Number today, six upside down. Yep. Uh, today is Monday, January 2nd. Um, Gabriella's first episode of the year because she was too lazy to join me yesterday. I was too tired. Too tired. Yesterday. Too tired. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a solo one yesterday. Uh, shout out to everybody who tuned into that one. It wasn't conspiracy heavy at all. I just kind of like told people, which I didn't tell you, by the way, but I just kind of gave people a general sense of what to expect from us and like this year, you know, content wise. Yeah, just content wise, scheduling, <laughs> how we're going to just continue to do what we love to do and just may hopefully do it better and just get used to it, become better podcasters, better communicators over time and all that good jazz uh, do you have any topics that you want to kick us off today? Because I have a few. Um, you start out and then I'll right. jump in. So one thing that I wanted to point out today to kind of like motivate everybody out there. Uh, if you're in a uh, dire financial si situation and you're kind of tight on cash right now, I want you to use this as motivation. Taylor Swift's cat is worth $97 million. No way. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> according to the Pet Rich List, which is a way more fun title than the Forbes 400, Swift's beloved Scottish fold, Olivia Benson, is worth a whopping $97 million, making her the third richest pet in the world. Oh, it's so crazy to me. Like, like, reading something like this is just proof that we're all in a simulation, you know? So yeah. if she ever went broke... Where last case scenario, she can just sell her cat. She could just eat the cat, yeah. Eat it. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to get that money. Well, the way it works with like net worth isn't that the cat owns that amount of money, but it's like it's accumulated that amount of money. Oh, in its, it's lifetime. the net worth. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like it's valued at. 97 million no like, no no like if like it was if on the market sell it, no 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 oh okay no. It, it's like the net worth of the cat wow um because the cat has appeared in several music videos it has crafted her own merchandise line which is sold <laughs> on swift's website um and has multiple cameos in like big budget ads including coca-cola ned sneakers and all that great shit and I just found that interesting. I just found it cool, you know. Um, the first two spots on the ranking are claimed by Gunther the Sixth, a German shepherd owned by the Gunther Corporation, which is worth $500 million. And Nala Cat, a kitty with more than 4 million followers on Instagram, who is reportedly worth $100 million. Nala Cat? Yeah. Is that a familiar name? <laughs> yes. Whose cat is that? I don't know. It doesn't say, but a hundred million dollars. Dude, what the fuck, man? Holy shit. Like this, this type of stuff just makes me like reconsider my whole existence. It's wow. Like, what the fuck is going on nowadays? You know, this cat has 4.4 <clears throat> million followers on Instagram. That's crazy, dude. That's, that's, that's insane. It's basically a celebrity. Like 4 million people in the world are invested in this cat's life following a cat yeah which is funny because we've been talking about creating a page for shadow for the <laughs> longest time the little husky boy so hopefully shadow will finally get us out the hood 
Um, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he'll be the bread the breadwinner for us. You know what's funny is I saw a TikTok a TikTok girl who has a uh, TikTok account for her dog, mm-hmm. and then she even made a joke because obviously the page is her dog's page, and then she made a joke saying that she's the manager and stuff. And then there's like a, even a clip of the dog like lounging by their pool in their backyard. And then it's like, oh, this this dog is the one that got us this house and the dog stuff. Pays the bills. Like the dog owns everything, That's and so cool. and they're just like the servants, basically. <laughs> Have you ever heard of those cases where the rich madame, the rich? Uh, widow kind of passes away and she doesn't have kids or maybe she even does has, have kids but she leaves all of her wealth to her dog oh really yeah there have been like multiple cases like that where this like rich uh lonely widow person just passes away and then leaves the entire inheritance the company like everything <laughs> to the pet and then what happens <laughs> like what what does the pet do with that exactly i don't i don't know what happens then I actually no don't sense. know what happens then. That's so yeah, I don't know. That's so crazy. But yeah, we should start a page for a shadow because get some millions. One, man. everybody loves a husky. Like an easy clickbait or clickable video is like a husky howling. Yeah. <laughs> shadow loves to howl. You know, not all dogs do it like huskies do it. <laughs> so that's already that's already what sets them aside and then they're like kind of idiots too yeah they're big dumbos i've never seen a a, like an intelligent at least not on social media like every time i see the husky pages they're like you know missing brain cells yeah reminds (laughs) me of someone yeah that's why i say (laughs) me and shadow are so alike we love food yeah we want to do nothing all day yeah and when we do have energy, it's like high energy. Yeah, it's too much to handle. <laughs> and then, and and we don't want to listen to anyone. Yeah, ignorant, stubborn, uh, you name it. We're sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Clingy, like <laughs> me and Shadow, two peas in a pod. Two peas in the pod. What a pod. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I just found that interesting. Um, the other thing that's super interesting to me that is is another testament to why we are in a simulation is that Vladimir Putin, right, from Russia, mm-hmm. Big Daddy Putin, he um, he recently put out a video, a Christmas video, where he was dressed as Santa Claus, right? Okay. And this video is interesting because he visits a home that is is the home of a same-sex marriage couple who have a child, a male child. All right. And then Putin comes into this home and he eliminates all of the gay stuff and swaps out one of the same-sex parents with a beautiful mother and then gives the boy new boy clothes, gives him boy toys, takes out all of the western propaganda of like basically homosexuality like books that were on the shelf he takes them out and throws them out yeah and then replaces it with like boy stuff for the kid and this is an actual video this is an actual video that he did himself vladimir putin dressed as like Santa. not not unedited by someone else unedited look 
Santa. No way. Santa. I'm just saying no way to all of this. Like Taylor Swift has an expensive cat, and then <laughs> right, right. Santa Putin swaps out same-sex couple for mother and father in Russian propaganda video. Propaganda video from Russia shows the country's president Vladimir Putin dressed as Santa Claus swapping out a boy's gay couple guardians for a mother and father on Christmas Eve. In this critique, the West's woke LGBTQ plus culture, Putin promotes traditional gender norms by leaving behind soccer balls, toy cars, and a drum kit for the boy on Christmas, but not before leaving behind a mother and father for the boy in place of a gay couple. Wow. Russia had outlawed the promotion of LGBTQ plus propaganda in the country regardless of age earlier this month. Putin had previously referred to the LGBTQ movement as close to a crime against humanity mm-hmm. for teaching children they can arbitrarily, uh, I don't know if that's how you say the word, arbitrarily change their gender. It is terrible when children in the West are taught the idea that a boy can become a girl, he said in 2021. Uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> I just thought that's so crazy. <laughs> so, so what? oh this guy's so so creative yeah that's like so off the hook like so off the handle so unhinged man that's him yeah and the video is like a a legitimate like up like upbeat it's supposed to be commercially oh my gosh it's like a propaganda it's not selling you anything but it's basically eliminating what the west sells to their population like very satirical yeah and it's well, I, like, that's what I couldn't find out. Like, I don't know if it's actually Putin, but it looks exactly like Putin. And people were saying like that they're huge fans of Putin now because of this. Um, a lot of Americans say that, you know, like conservative Americans. And it looks like Putin. It may be deep fake. It may be like prosthetics, but it would be so interesting if it were actually Putin. <clears throat> but see isn't that interesting because if it is deep fake or or it's like edited or something uh some cgi or whatever mm-hmm. then then that just goes to show that whoever created it wanted to create like a uh a problem like yeah conflict. wanted to create more <clears throat> conflict like around the whole russia agenda right you know more hate to to putin Mm-hmm. It's like as if people already don't don't hate, don't him, hate him enough. enough. Like Do you let's know what, though? let's make him anti LGBTQ plus, mm-hmm. and now well now we'll have a whole more like a larger surge of people just. You know what though? Like I I have this weird conspiracy theory that like what if the Russians aren't the bad guys? Huh? Because if you think about it, like you have to be wary and very cautious of who you. Um, except as the enemy especially when it's portrayed by the u.s government yeah that whitewashes their entire history right because it's all an agenda it's like there's always this hidden um agenda behind everything so like what if russia is actually a good thing and then the u.s is actually the like the bad guy and then russia was right all along and then like 50 years from now like we'll find out about this and then we'll be like holy shit like like Putin was actually trying to save the U.S. population from the government, from the CIA, from the FBI, from the Freemasons, from whatever the fuck. Yeah, I get I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I do. But but my only counter would be that 
like like these countries like Russia and stuff like they've all um taken part in doing heinous crimes like what well war on other you know on right. other countries who don't who maybe don't have the same uh you know what i mean the same what's the word i'm looking for shoot but don't you think that the u.s does that more than anybody else no but that's what i'm saying they're they're all the bad guys like i don't look at any country that you know that's always involved in these things and think like hmm this side is right like i'm defending my country right you know because it's all like in how it's all a narrative you know how crazy would it be if if some conservative person like a right-wing person created that video Mm. in order to get more right right people to to sympathize with putin yeah i don't know just like you said there are people saying like people kind of in support of it it's a very interesting and weird situation when you consider like for for example um the u.s recently pledged 1.7 trillion dollars in spending bill for ukraine aid oh wow 1.7 trillion dollars of our trillion of, of our money is being you know lend lent or lent? lent lent to this uh foreign country you know and think about the changes that could have been implemented with that same amount of money. Like, like instead of giving $1.7 trillion to the Ukraine, and if they were to, you know, like approve that same spending for internal uh, reformation, like we could wow. have like no more homeless people. We could have better schools, better infrastructure, better, better hospitals. Better prison system right. and everything. Especially considering considering the whole pandemic thing, you know, like the main critique was that hospitals were being overfilled and that there's no, you know, infrastructure and stuff. So build a fucking infra- like infrastructure, build better prisons, just like you said, better the infrastructure. I said infrastructure 10 times. And, like and it, better it you know like why like why dude like why give this oh it's so stupid politics is so fucking stupid i'm so sorry it's so stupid wow i'm i'm like i can't even i can't even conceive how much uh, you said what one point one point seven trillion trillion dollars trillion dollars wow it's a crazy amount of money i mean yeah i guess that'll definitely aid the ukraine but then again like how how much of that is true you know like that they're you know what are they not telling us like what is that money going to be used for specifically right you know it's aiding but but they never give like specific specific outlines yeah where it's like oh we're putting this much towards you know this you know what i'm trying to say like different categories i guess and what's interesting to me too is that there has been this ongoing propaganda happening in ukraine where like actors hollywood actors like ben stiller for example visits the ukrainian prime minister or president i forget his name but they visit him and then they do this whole showcase of like alliance and allegiance and then and then the house approves 1.7 trillion dollars in spending bill instead of reinvesting it internally and and isn't there a conspiracy about how Ukraine is one of the top countries in the world that that um, basically facilitates the trafficking of children? Really? Yeah, there's like an ongoing conspiracy like that. 
And I just find it like very, very on brand for the U.S. to back a country like that, you know, especially considering what all of the main elites and the politicians are into. It would make a lot of sense as to why that's the case. And now and now we're living in this weird kind of like limbo space where where just like you said, like conservatives are now kind of like sympathizing with Putin because Putin is the only one standing up for like these these um, sane ideas. Mm-hmm. you know these like traditional ideas it's like it's more than sane to to try to preserve those ideas instead of just letting everything like anything goes down you know yeah my whole problem with like the whole uh like with any agenda is i like i obviously i don't agree with saying that anything is wrong so same-sex marriage no, you know i'm not saying it's yeah, wrong no either. but i don't agree with so so that's my like stance on it is like i don't agree with people saying that it's wrong but i also don't agree with it being so pushed out like especially on your throat yeah especially on like younger kids like literally children nowadays it's it's not like i didn't even think about like you know sex or or what i was into or whatever for like when i was a kid that was like the least of my worries yeah and now it's like now it's just like always spoken about it's always shoved in your face it's always in tv shows like if you watch netflix now if you watch every, anything nowadays no but netflix you've noticed like every yeah. single one of their shows it's like the it's the grandma cake, is gay or yeah. someone is gay in it right and it's just like okay like we get it support you know it's cool like we're glad they're getting their recognition now they're whatever but it's like it's over like it does get to a point where it's overdone yeah you know i don't know maybe that's maybe that's wrong to say maybe not but that's just my opinion and call me old-fashioned but to me inclusion and inclusivity is not synonymous with um like monopolization it's like monopolizing a whole prop like a whole narrative to kind of serve this one purpose, you know, and that's what I feel like everything is right now. It's not about include, like, it's not about being inclusive. It's about basically selling you and forcing you into this ideology and accepting this way of living, even though if like, even though your values don't match up to it, you know, because like, because like everybody's different. So even I, for example, like I get tired of seeing that shit, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'll say it on air. Like, I don't care if it sounds horrible, but I get tired of seeing that shit. It's like, like even in like a light year movie that's that's pixar made for kids you know it's like they still integrated the whole thing and they they frame it as if it's like this like trying to be inclusive but they give a lot of focus to it you know mm. and it takes hold of that narrative like it takes a larger part than it should right when the toy story movies for example they literally had nothing to right. do with you know maybe there was these little scenes or whatever but it literally had nothing to do with romance or anything along those lines exactly and then now everything is just viewed as a vehicle to propagate these types of messages Mm -hmm. which is what's annoying to me it's like create the art for the sake of the art if you're creating a universe where everyone is heterosexual everybody is you know whatever then let that be the case and let that happen instead of a studio head you know barring it and then and then saying like no like you can't like i can't approve this because we need some rainbow flags Mm -hmm. spread throughout and all that stuff right right so to an extent i do 
understand what Putin means. You know, like I think that it should always be. It's like this. It's like. I think that adults in general, like they don't go around conveying and communicating to every single person they see the fact that they do anal. Mm, exactly. Right. Because like that's something that you do in the comfort of your home in and private. you do behind closed doors. Right. So to me, the same thing goes with like gender and like sexuality. Like it's the same premise in a sense, you know, it's like keep it to yourself. You yeah know? yeah if you're like doing certain things behind closed doors do it but like stop parading it all the time like we get it it's I, done Jesus i feel like that's Christ. my only only like concern i guess is is like the hyper sexual nature of it but i guess that makes me kind of traditional but it's like no, okay it's you much. know too much like just like we were talking about the government uh like the government uh what are they called the 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 people in the joe biden administration mm -hmm. and 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 how they had like pictures on their instagram and harnesses oh, right, right, and right, stuff right. it's like all right it's cool that you do that you know like yeah. who knows like, who knows who's doing it but now we all know that you're doing it <laughs> right and and, and no one needed to know <laughs> because it takes away from from like the purpose of the white house mm -hmm. you know again using the white house as a vehicle it's like everything is used as a vehicle now it's like you um i forgot the name of that guy he's like sam something right sam yeah the the is he italian mm, i don't know if he's italian but there's two of those guys yeah that that both of them are like openly gay and which again is not a problem but then it's like they're also into like pup play and they're into oh like sam media. Britton is his name right he's into pup play and he's into like dominatrix shit and he basically parades it and and like that's part of his whole identity he wears heels to like like to the white house no platforms platforms that's yeah. like way different that's the highest heel <laughs> it's like bro like you are are inside of this very traditional conservative institution you know like you have to act a certain way and this idea that no i'm gonna be like i'm gonna break all the norms i'm gonna be anti-normative and i'm gonna show them that you know the world is changing guys you guys gotta catch up it's like fuck that shit dude it's a fucking but, traditional but institution you have to act accordingly can i say something but then if a woman was there in the white house and she was like a big representative and she was flashing her cleavage right like, also wrong you can't do no that shit. but if she was see everybody would be like whoa like that everybody would be okay with it i don't think so i the think guys people, would be okay with it <laughs> i think i think people would think it's provocative like course, they yeah. wouldn't take her serious right just like you yeah. said guys would be okay with it because now they're objectifying her right yeah, like right. now she's just this rack that you're looking at but that's my point but then to me it's like the same <laughs> thing in in a, in a sense i don't know how how much of it i would say is the same but it's very close to me where it's like she could be representing herself like oh <clears throat> this is just, just how i love to dress and right. this is how i love to like this is my individualism but to your point i think that that would be wrong too. exactly so you can't do that exactly shit the point is it takes about away. being professional it has nothing to do with your individuality right you have all the time in the world outside of what you're doing to to do that right you know that's the way i see it like i don't need to know that that joe biden's government or, or i keep saying government 
government uh, officials, yeah. Yeah, government officials or administration board yeah, is people, yeah. is like into the stuff that they're into. Right. <laughs> like I always I always make the joke, but like nobody knows what I'm into. Like I'm not putting it out there. Again, I'm a nobody, but then that's even worse. Like when you're a someone and and like people are paying attention to your every move. Right. Like that that should be even more reason not to put that out there of course like and 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 then even flooding their instagrams with it with that stuff yeah with yeah. the stuff so it's different if it's like a one-time you know sh- sh- shabam but then when you're doing it like at all the time like that's my that's where i start drawing the line where it's like okay yeah a line needs to be drawn we get it (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know because to your point like it becomes distracting you know it's like anything that distracts from the work that needs to be done has to be accounted for exactly so if you don't account for that then you are at fault for mismanagement of government and mismanagement of government proceedings like you can't do that shit yeah yeah you just can't um so yeah so that that was a quick rant but again i just want to make this clear i am of the belief that to each their own do whatever you want if you like dressing up as a furry and going to conventions and and getting butt fucked by a gorilla like that's that's your life Mm -hmm. i i only have an opinion and i only create an opinion and draw a line once you start imposing that ideology onto myself, onto susceptible kids, um, you try to deliver those values through the school system, which a lot of schools are doing now. Like they're basically, you know, telling teachers to like teach kids about this um, sexual fluidity. Yeah, like include it in the, in right. the what do they call it? The curriculums and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the teaching curriculums, which I think is wrong. Like mm. you shouldn't do like it should be like oh my god everything should be based on just biological science it's very binary you know like like gender is very binary you're either male or or female mm-hmm. but then but then what should happen is that you teach your kid if your kid does feel like they're on that route or on that path to to becoming a certain different identity then that's when you have the conversation. Yeah, if your if your kid feels it. So if right. not like all the kids have to learn this at the young age exactly. of eight years old or, you know. And then that's when the parent, depending on their own ideology and their own beliefs, gets to dictate whether or not they're going to sit down with their kid and be like, hey, Timmy, it's okay if you want to be a Tammy. It's completely fine. Or they're going to be like, no, Timmy, like... uh you know like you got to get into sports this is just the phase it's going to pass whatever so that's up to the parents but then like let them you know figure that out and deal with it when that time comes in the comfort of their home but instead of like i don't know it's just oh my god it's just feeding these kids with just with just these ideologies and what irritates me is that it just confuses them even more it's Mm -hmm. like that's the only outcome is just pure confusion because then boys are like yeah, but I like to play with action figures. But then my teachers yesterday said that uh, maybe it's wrong to do that and to just play with action figures and that I should paint my nails and try it and just see how it feels and ask my mom if I could wear her dress. And and it's like, what the fuck, dude? No, no. 
Yeah. Just one, like continue down your path, you know, and just trust your instinct and your gut and life will tell you what you need to do. If and, the confusion is stemming from like outside indoctrination. Yeah, if it's if, if it if the confusion is stemming from outside influences mm-hmm. and not from internal, you know, regular Choices. internal confusion just how you're feeling. Right. Then that's when it's a red flag for me. Yeah, because it's a no for me. When Simon. you start questioning things because other people are telling you that you should question it. Right. Like when someone might think that they're straight or gay or whatever and then and then they're like, "Are you sure?" Because yeah. you kind of seem gay or you kind of seem straight, you know, like the opposite or yeah. whatever. It's, it's like just let people, you know, I don't I don't like when people intrude. Right, right, right. And try and to that's the biggest shove thing things down, you yeah. know, others' throat and that's my whole thing. It's like just let it, let let people who who are going through it and feel it and 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 know or don't know, like let them you know, ex- experience life and feel it out and and do whatever they need to do. Right. It doesn't have to go for everybody. Exactly. That's the way I see it. I've just always been very opinionated. Um, <laughs> Me too. I don't like anybody kind of intruding and imposing their beliefs and then making me feel as if i'm obligated and responsible for representing their own values instead of my own so that's always been me and that's why i believe what i believe and i trust my gut and my gut is telling me that a lot of what's going on nowadays is wrong Mm -hmm. and that there may well be a broader conspiracy theory quote unquote because i don't think it's a conspiracy anymore i think it's like it's an act of of like war on on these like normative concepts that have you know structured our society for so long you know like there's a reason why evolution happens you know mm-hmm. and then and then and then now this idea that we're just letting anything go you know it's like you could do whatever the fuck if you're a guy and you're um competing as a professional fighter but you f- absolutely fucking suck and you're in um, 199th place, but then you see an opportunity to identify as a woman and you don't have to do any surgeries, which is has been the case and everything I'm saying is actually factual. It, it has happened. Then you change and you identify as a woman and now you compete in women's sports. And, and you now can be number one. And now you are number one. Wow. Which is something that happened, but, mm. I'm, but I don't have the correct information right here available but that's one of the things that happens a lot it's like they just say oh i i identify as a woman now and then you go and beat women up professionally and you're praised for it Mm. because you're uh courageous and you're empowered right but then there should be a separate league in my opinion there should be a league just for transgendered people right so that's it's separate league because yeah 100 percent. what despite what anyone wants to argue there are like it like severe like very drastic biological differences between a male and a female 100 percent. like uh, like that's the, irrefutable like you can't argue that yeah not even accounting for the female females can't even uh uh reach the same like muscle you development, know development as mass. like men yeah muscle mass as men can yeah. like not even addressing like with that aside there's so many other differences right you know between the two biologically and then that's just what it is so it's like to me, that's completely unfair. Yeah. 
There's a reason why, like these professional sports, you don't see a woman playing in a men's soccer league and vice versa. Yeah, there's a reason. Because they would get killed. Exactly. Yeah, or or it would just be unfair. Like it would be an unfair advantage if there was a male on a female soccer team, and then it would be not. It wouldn't be a disadvantage for the males, but the thing is that it would be a disadvantage for the female, despite what anyone wants to argue. It's just that. They don't have the same, you know, physical, uh, what's the word? My head is like shot today. She needs to drink coffee, which is what I keep telling her. No, I hate that. It's good for your brain. Mm-mm. No, it's not that. It's just, I, I need to like, I need to read more. <laughs> That's okay. But, but yeah, the same physical abilities is my point. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, and speaking of like disadvantages too. I don't know if you heard this, but um, certain prisons, I forget which state it was, but there was a recent development where a guy got arrested because he committed like an atrocious crime, like killed someone or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then he identified at the time of arrest as a woman. And so he was taken to a women's correctional facility. Oh, I think you're talking about this one. And he impregnated two of the inmates. <laughs> and he's still there as a woman, but he has all of his, you know, male genitalia. He has and, all of his everything. And he's obviously and, using and he's, his sperm for the greater good. <laughs> right. And he's just helping populate the planet. So kudos to that guy. Um, he Jeez. has gained the system. And and it's the system's fault. So congratulations to the system for that accomplishment. And it's all the propaganda and all the bullshit that currently the leftist bullshit that that fucking contaminates today's society. I fucking hate, hate this shit. No way. Like no no way a male slips into the into a female prison or female facility. And then just gets to, you know, because if anyone knows, like, obviously the male prison system is, like, much more, you know. Yeah, no. Much much more more, brutal. Right, right, right. And this guy is a king in the female one because (laughs) he has a penis, you know. So he gets to fuck around. Oh, my God. And he gets to do whatever he wants. No way. And it's just fascinating, you know. Like, that's the world we live in. So my point is, if you want to do some research and if you ever... (laughs) are are thinking about getting arrested yeah just make sure it's in one of these states that um benefits your choices and values your identity Mm -hmm. because that's definitely what i'm gonna do (laughs) they're coming after you yeah just like andrew tate which we're gonna talk about on today's episode of the podcast but yeah that's pretty much all i have for today how about you Oh, I did want to say that speaking of since you're talking about the guy in in prison, my aunt was telling me that there's like a woman's correctional facility next to her house. Oh, yeah. And apparently someone someone that did a movie with Johnny Depp called Mm -hmm. Crybaby. She's there in that facility. Oh, in actress. Yeah. In that (sighs) facility. And like, you know, where my aunt lives. And then apparently, like, last Halloween, there was an inmate that escaped. I don't know if it was her or if it was just some random woman. But it was on Halloween. Very lucky for her because, you know, she could kind of slip away in her costume. It's a perfect time to <laughs> escape. In her, little, <laughs> in her right. little prison outfit without drawing any suspicion to herself. Isn't that funny? <laughs> just, like, really quick. 
isn't that funny how prisoner uh, costumes are are like an actual thing in like Halloween stores? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because like people consider that to be the equivalent of like a fucking Pennywise yeah. fucking costume. It's like it's it's as horrifying. It's as devastating. Or or for girls, it's like oh, it's as hot. You know, it's, yeah, it's so hot. hot because I'm to a be. bad girl and I got caught. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be disciplined now. Except she wasn't using the plastic handcuffs. She yeah, probably had she her. Like an actual one. I don't know if she had her handcuffs on. Probably mm. not. That would that would be real. But anyway, she got caught the next day, so she didn't get too far. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> crazy. Because I don't think that you can escape a prison nowadays. Because like every house has like a ring camera. Like there are cameras everywhere. Cars yeah. have like dashboard cameras that are on. 24 7 so it's like it's very easy for cops to narrow down where someone is just by knocking on a few doors and then just seeing the trajectory or estimating it and then they find her eventually you know Mm -hmm. which is what i think happened in that case yeah for sure plus like where my aunt lives it's like the town quote unquote is literally a block long like that's what the town is like Mm -hmm. that's what it's just a block of like where the restaurants are and everything just literally from one corner to another really that's the only town and then it's all houses so that's yeah (laughs) there's your town that's not really uh ideal place to escape into (laughs) yeah so uh, for all those women in there sorry that you're stuck in a yeah shout out to all the women in the correctional facilities that listen to our podcast every day (laughs) Thank you so much. Who for, knows? They ha- they sneak the phones and then they have it in the toilets, no? Like they or whatever. They I don't get, know how um, they do it. They get iPad privileges. Um they if do? they're like on yeah, on like good behavior. I don't think it's connected to the internet. Um, or maybe it is connected to the internet. No way, because then they would really establish some escape plans. Have you ever been on TikTok and then you're like scrolling and you'll eventually stumble across a live of like inmates inside of a prison? No. I've I've seen those before, and what? and they're actual inmates inside of like a, a cell block, and then it's just them basically talking to like talking to people, and then everybody's like commenting and saying like you a bitch or whatever, I'm gonna fuck you up or whatever, Jesus. and then getting them like riled up and shit. It's the funniest thing ever, and I've stumbled across it a few times. So there is a like there is such a thing as sneaking. Yeah, internet, so Wi-Fi, 5G, 4G phones, you know. It's a given that they're listening to this podcast. So. Right. So <laughs> shout out to everybody at Death Row. Um, no, you no, have a no. few a few days left or Bye, a few weeks <laughs> weeks left. And um we we appreciate you guys listening. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. He even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I don't, actually, I don't know what my stance is on death row, but if you've taken a life, like, that's pretty. Yeah, death If you've, is... like, taken a life and gotten joy out of it, especially, right. that's when, ooh, like, I don't know, that's when I... Yeah, because that's when I draw the line right there. I don't I don't know if that means like I don't think anyone deserves to die. So like obviously no, some people deserve to no, die. No, but like if you've killed someone, then like obviously that person that you killed didn't deserve to die. So like in the broad spectrum, no human deserves to die. I object to that. I guess. I don't know. That's my opinion. I don't I think, think that a serial killer, for example, that goes after newborn babies and, and, and kills them and then and then bathes in their blood. No, but and then to takes me pictures. he should suffer very punishable, you know, consequences. Death. Not not death. He should suffer punishable yeah, consequences. Like that. I I agree to the extent where I think death is too merciful for like some people. For sure, because then they just literally sedate them and they're dead and that's it. Yeah, There's no guilty conscience. Out there's they no should be nothing. like like um obviously it's illegal to like torture in the u.s but i feel like some people deserve that so well eat well even if it's not like physical torture but like a psychological torture no well torture. they have like those um isolated cells right. you know what are they called i don't know what they're called but they're like the in the hole. basement of, yeah you go in the it, hole it's called the hole I yeah think. that's that to me is like yeah, that's just fitting put them in the hole forever yeah because just like let them rot there you know again like it's sad i don't think anyone deserves that but if you like if you're just so fucked up that's why unless it's like very psychological like psychological damage and something psychological like damage like unless it's something like that but but see like how do you justify oh okay like this person is just psychologically disturbed and just needs to be helped versus like okay this person is you know yeah. uh you know merciless and just kills people for fun and you know how do you how do you know which which to my point like that's what 1.7 trillion dollars could be used for is to is to developing like these um Re, uh, rehabilitation rehabilitation uh, segments of that prison system because a lot of other countries like I think Switzerland has like a pristine system where they get inmates that c committed atrocious acts and they treat them as human beings and they kind of like reinvest into their development and, and help just them get a them. job like help yeah but them then but then also after curing the them. fact yeah yeah but, yeah but even after the fact like they don't send them back out as criminals and yeah, then they don't abandon them leave them homeless so that you know who yeah. knows they end up doing something like that again exactly usually they do that for <clears throat> drugs especially where yeah. this you know obviously they're homeless and get into drugs or they're or they're already they've already been into drugs and then they get arrested but but that's what's really nice about those other countries is that when they re-release them they have like they establish a foundational footing for them right which is necessary or else yeah. you end up with something like skid row in california where when they this is what's crazy is that when they a lot of those people like they'll get arrested or whatever and when they're released the bus literally drops them off right there on Skid Row. Right. So it's a perfect opportunity yeah. for them to just turn to their left or right, see a, crack, a crack dealer.
Well, yeah, and, and then, then see all these other people. It's like, all right, I guess I'll set up tent too, or this set is my up reality. My little thing here too. Yeah, it's literally going from one hell to it's another. It's a plague over there. That's a plague over there, and and the whole I the whole concept of like the bus literally dropping them right there. Yeah, and just leaving them. It's crazy. Yeah, it's and one point seven trillion dollars. Like wow. A little, a little portion of that could yeah, just, just a little bit, dude. Like that's all it yeah, would take just... to solve fucking world. Well, well, no. Um, Elon Musk said that a certain amount of money, uh, because I think the World Health Organization tweeted saying that a certain amount of millions of dollars would be enough to cure world hunger. Wow. And then Elon Musk said that if they could prove that that that's actually the case, he would give that amount. And so I think it's less than $1.7 trillion to cure world hunger. Cure it. Cure it. Just like end world hunger, essentially. And then instead, you know, like that's just how humans are and just politicians. It's all greed. It's all making money off of the war, you know. And it's all it's all depicting a a certain a certain, you know, image too right it, it it's always going to be the heroic united yeah. states comes to the rescue right. the the pristine but there will be eagle. something given in return believe no, me it's not a business. yeah yeah there's no way this is just like a donation no 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 here no. you go nothing's Ukraine. For free. exactly nothing's for free nothing that ever that's free. what bothers me too because it's obviously not just this oh we're helping we're aiding ukraine and you know in these devastating tough times but right it's because, obviously not just that because we have an un, like an insurmountable debt already you know like we have like trillions and trillions of dollars in debt and so to just give more trillions of dollars and that just proves that money isn't real like nothing is real There's, yeah that's nothing is real it's just how like, are they printing out this <laughs> this yeah, money just, and then it just it goes just print more money like that's what kind of like crypto has like proven it's this concept that if money were limited, it would be way more valuable. But the fact that you could just print money, then it's value. Like that's why we have recessions and that's why we have these like yeah. financial crisis. And then with crypto and like all these things, like it does crash eventually and periodically. But the 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 concept itself is very is is very legit. Is that if you have like a limited amount of it, then the value goes up, you know, mm-hmm. and and like that's when people start valuing it, you know. So if someone has one Bitcoin, it's already a lot of fucking Bitcoin, you know. It's like one yeah. entire Bitcoin you have, like Jesus, dude, you have like how much fucking money is that? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Versus like in the beginning, it's like oh, Bitcoin was probably what? Yeah, it worth was nothing. Cheap. And I really regret not not buying into it. A a person that I knew from Newark. He, um, he, he at the time even like told me, he's like, yo, like I'm, I'm going to buy like a thousand dollars worth of this thing. It's called crypto. And this was like in 2017 (laughs) or like 16 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I was just like, oh yeah, like whatever, like that's just probably, probably a fad or whatever the fuck. And then he ended up like tripling, no, like way more, you know, like 10 times his amount of investment, which is crazy. That's exactly what happened with with like my brother and my dad who invested in crypto but the problem is like if you don't know when to pull out yeah and it it just starts dropping yeah you know that's it It like you lost everything (laughs) everything and and literally like seconds and minutes and and days and hours. like you know yeah it's really crazy it's very unpredictable 
That's why it, it is tricky to like invest in those things. And you also don't know which ones are going to, you don't really ever know which coin is going to, exactly you know, take off like that. That's why to quote the great Donald Trump, the best asset to invest in is real estate. In real estate, and I said this too. It will always be real estate because like land is something that humans will always need no matter how how um, sophisticated the meta universe becomes or VR headsets or whatever the fuck, but you always have to have the physical world. Mm -hmm. and, That's why it's important. And, and like physical places, homes, they appreciate in value. Over time, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And so, and, and especially if you invest like... Oh, it's crazy. That's definitely what I want to look into investing That's in real estate. That's what we're going to look into once we once establish we have ourselves. Money. <laughs> yeah. And we're we are going to reinvest the bulk of the money obviously into the podcast because like that's the main goal and that's how every major business kind of like takes off is by being smart about it and reinvesting the money into the platform. But whatever's left over, that's going to be our investment. We are yeah, not going to like invest into crypto or anything like that. It's just like start investing in physical stuff. Start maybe small. do a few airbnb businesses and then if we ever like get into that re realm we'll create like a secondary podcast where we just talk about business and economics and finance and shit yeah for sure and then maybe we'll have like a <clears throat> free week at our airbnb or something <laughs> like no. someone out there what do you mean no no someone's getting a free week you gotta fucking pay man we no. already give fucking free content and podcasts and shit i love you guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding guys everyone gets a free you get a car you get a car <laughs> psych i move my i'd move my like parents into that it's like yeah. if i owned it shit it's free that's there a great go. that's a great point too is like you like starting off your real estate journey by basically buying real estate and owning it but then subleasing it to loved ones you know because like that way you use that property but you still make you get what i'm saying not again for free or you could buy them a house <laughs> in. and then and then you know in the future whatever you could sell it because it'll be appreciated in value yeah for sure for sure and it and it's crazy look the key to these homes is like don't be turned off by a home that looks outdated yeah because if it's in if it's well within your budget this is for anyone who's looking to buy a home and mm -hmm. it's because i was like talking to my aunt about it you know she got a new home and stuff yeah. And her house was super outdated, but because it's like within the budget, it's a fixer upper. You're able to renovate it. You're basically like flipping the house, flipping you know, homes, which is a great business model too. Yeah, like that's well, she's living in it, but you right, know, right, there right. are people who flip homes and then sell it, make a lot of money. Yeah, doing it. yeah. Because renovating it is look, renovating a home is probably cheaper than buying a home that's like newly renovated of course you get what i'm yeah. trying to say but the secret to that because i've been watching um do you know that guy from from the breakfast club um show uh the one with charlemagne oh um, no. any oh envy 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 dj envy I yeah i don't know his name so i've been following him um and his journey of like flipping houses and i highly recommend checking him out uh he is surprisingly insightful and just drops gems of like investment and just business knowledge and he does that like like he flips homes and houses and so he'll get like a house 
that is in a relatively good location, but the house is just broken down. It's like it needs a lot of work and stuff. And one of the secrets to that art is having trusting um, uh, trusting sources and business partners. So mm. so the the main goal there is like, just like you said, like buying a home that's fully renovated, refurbished, everything. It's like it's like pristine and perfect. It's going to be extra like astronomically more expensive than mm, getting a home. Double the price. That's already broken down. But then you come in and renovate it knowing that you have a guy who gives you sub market pricing, you know, like great, great, great pricing in comparison to other uh, contractors and just um freelancers or whatever the fuck and then you already have a guy who who you can trust that won't go over budget that he'll always give you the greatest price and give you great materials and great options yeah. to renovate that home and then you do it for like a fraction of the price with with your guy and you also have a deep knowledge of like construction materials um labor just everything like you you did your homework so you're not completely blind so that other people don't take advantage of you. So it's like you create this internal system where you can get any house, put it through the system, and then it produces a great sellable home that will sell for, you know, X times the amount that you bought it for. Yeah, probably double. Well, I would the say... The goal is always double. Yeah, double, yeah. probably double the Minimally. price. Minimally. Imagine like you bought a house for 200K and then you put in 200K of like renovations. Or, I don't know. Or 100K. Or, yeah, or 100K. Or sub 100K. But, but then just imagine like that house could now be worth like 400, 500, however much more. Right. Well, five, not not 500 more. But, well, it would but, have yeah. to be worth like 600K for, Maybe. for you to make back all the money you spent. No, no, that's just for you to break even. So if you oh. buy a house like 200K, then 100K and then stuff. So the ideal price would be like 750. Yeah. You know, but then, but then the whole thing is like make it look good. Because like that's what people go off of is just vibes and just how it looks. Oh, it looks beautiful. But then you can accomplish that with a um, very price. Uh, I forgot the terms, man. It's been so long since I've like gone down that whole business route. Um, price. Price. Fuck. 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 What? Fuck. Price. Fuck. 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 Price efficient? No. Yeah, like something along those lines. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I was going to say what's crazy is that like flooring and tiles and stuff, that's going to be the biggest turnaround in your home. Right. Like if you have the right flooring that's it you're like people will be sold on your house mm -hmm. <laughs> and and it's funny because i had like some experience with that with the whole like fiber fitness journey so for those of you who are just tuning into this episode and who never heard anything about us or from us rather um prior to covid i was like down this like entrepreneurial journey trying to open a commercial gym a legitimate commercial gym with two other partners <clears throat> and one of the things that i that i experienced up front and firsthand was just how expensive it is to deal with contractors to deal with um material uh restoration you know like um plumbing electricity all that stuff just adds up to a crazy extent mm -hmm. where we were at a point leading up to covid like we were in i think total like eight hundred thousand dollars and the the bulk of that obviously came from small business loans and then with the pandemic everything kind of like went bankrupt and so we lost that that funding and then we lost the location and everything but 
just to think that it was almost like a one million dollar business mm. just to open a a commercial gym yeah. similar to planet fitness wow so it's just a lot of money that and goes into just like renovations because just the location itself and the equipments would be like not even 500,000 or or maybe just above 500,000 but what brought it up another almost 500,000 half a million dollars is just in renovation and just sprucing it up and designing yeah. it and, and shit so it's a lot of fucking money dude and that's for one location that's for one location yeah and that's cheap because it's sub million dollars and then most like most gyms spend much like way over a million dollars and you have to pee yes but 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 <laughs> you could go pee okay and you chat really quick still yeah but then i might end it because i'm just waiting until it goes over an hour so that we have like an hour oh, I'll be quick. all right so she's gonna go pee because she pees a lot pee uh, really quickly, I just wanted to discuss with you guys something that I found interesting. Um, I don't, I don't know how many of you guys know about Gobe Gobekli, Gobekli Tepe. Um, highly recommend watching the new um, Netflix documentary by uh, Great uh, Gramcock. <laughs> Gramcock is his name. I forgot his name is Graham. Uh, hold on, guys. Oh, Graham Hancock. That's a fun name. Graham, is it Graham or Graham? I don't know. It's Graham Hancock. He has a new documentary on Netflix. I think it's called like Ancient Civilizations or Ancient Conspiracies or something like that. And he essentially like he's a great or not a great, but he's he's also pretty great. He's a big proponent and advocate for Gobekli Tepe, which is believed to be like one of the oldest, oldest architectural uh man-made sites in existence and it is believed that the period or the distance in time between the creation of the pyramids and the creation of gobekli tepe is a larger distance than the distance between the creation of the pyramids and today so if you get that time right that that time gap between today and the creation of the pyramids, it's almost twice as 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 extensive, they say. And I just found that interesting because a lot of people believe that the oldest civilizations began with the ancient Egyptians, but it goes much farther than that. It goes much farther back. I'm and she's so back. confused. Yeah, and now you have to respond to everything I just said. Egyptians. Egyptians. I like Egyptians. <laughs> Egyptian pyramids, hieroglyphs. Isn't it crazy how many celebrities use uh, Egyptian symbolism? Right. There's something definitely there about invoking these ancient Egyptian spirits and deities and demons or whatever you want to call it, fallen angels. Yes. There's definitely something along those lines because Aleister Crowley, Crowley, Aleister Crowley, I'm horrible with names. Aleister Crowley, he's like the biggest occultist of the 21st century. Uh, he would talk about ceremonies where he would invoke an ancient Egyptian god and then he would be possessed by the ancient Egyptian god and his his dreams and his wishes would be granted. Mm. So so there's definitely a, a reason behind the whole prevalence of the ancient Egyptian, you know, deities. Yeah, yeah. And that's why the ancient Egyptian pyramid is on the dollar bill, which I did a video on. Isn't that, yeah, that's so crazy With to me. With the all-seeing eye of Horus or the eye of Providence is but, what we call it. But then what's the explanation for it saying, like, in God we trust? 
Yeah, it's it's a deceptive mechanism, I believe, because I don't think it's referring to the traditional God. No. It's referring to a different God. Let me see the dollar bill really quick. I'm pulling up an image of it. So we have a pyramid, right? Yeah, with the eye of providence. Wow, right at the... And then what's what does it say? Anuit? Anuit? Yeah, what does that mean? Anuit seclorum, right? Or something? Something. It's not letting me zoom in. My phone is being pretty stupid right now. Well, I forgot, but I did a video on it, and I completely forgot now. I have a big part. <laughs> right when I'm, like, curious. Anuit coeptus. Anuit coeptus. It it means like that that God is smiling upon new beginnings or that this new beginning is endorsed, essentially. He, she favors our favors. undertakings. Yeah, see, so like he, she favors. So it's like God favors our undertakings, but it, it, it could also be translated into God favors our new beginning. And then the other term that's on the seal, I think, or something. Novus Ordo seclorum which means new a new, new order of, of the, the ages, ages which translates to new world order new world order yeah someone doesn't watch my tiktoks thanks girlfriend i haven't wa i didn't watch the dollar bill one you just did that one recently right Two it was your ago. last one i didn't watch it yet Very i've been busy i have here i've been so it's busy it's a joke relax okay just saying. She gets legitimately butthurt. Yes, because I, I do support in every way I can. Bullshit. I'm going to cry. No, she's going to cry. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just interesting because, you know, like there's a lot of Egyptian terminology, imagery. Mm-hmm. And I forget which ancient Eastern philosopher said this, but he said that the world isn't governed by laws or words, but rather by symbols. And that's reality. Isn't governed by laws, but rather by symbols, you said? Yeah. Hmm. That's, I agree with that, though. I really do. I'm going to do a whole TikTok slash real video soon on David Icke, who's considered and and framed by the broader media system oh, as being crazy a crazy conspiracy theorist. Yeah. <laughs> I you just said it. Yeah, I just said the crazy conspiracist. See, like, like he's considered <laughs> to be worse than Alex Jones almost. He wasn't he banned from. He well, was banned everywhere. He from was like banned countries from countries. Yeah, from like Australia, I think, or something like that. But he has some very interesting theories that actually make a lot of sense in my opinion. So I'm gonna like regurgitate them and try to like package them and make sense of them to like a broader audience you know because i find them really interesting ideas that people should look into yeah i and haven't i haven't actually seen any of his theories specifically but i have heard of him yeah and one of his theories is how symbols kind of um are vehicles for information and messages and they're used to kind of convey and and take those messages and information to the person to the viewer but then the viewer doesn't consciously assimilate them, but rather subconsciously. And so these images allow for that information to enter your consciousness. And then over time, without you even realizing it, from the subconscious to the conscious, that information starts taking hold and, and, and creating power. Mm. So that's why, especially in Hollywood and in the United States, 
we have a lot of like imagery and symbolism and like all these things that are just programming us slowly but surely and all it takes is just seeing it once and we don't even have to consciously see it and that's why up until a few years ago we we were bombarded with um quick subconscious advertisements so so you would see like a mcdonald's commercial and then a brief nanosecond flash of like money or of like a dollar sign or of like an eyeball it was like a quick nano flash where 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 watching it you like notice something weird but you can't quite distinctively tell what just happened and then only if you slow down the advertisement you see that they just snuck in images in there and so like that like that was happening and like that was enough to get into your subconscious and then you get cravings and then you just want to go and then so it's like a control mechanism and that's essentially what it is and so david ike's theory on that is very interesting it's the theory of symbols or something like that, that highly recommend checking it that out that is really interesting how because because what you just said too how symbolism is everywhere right it's everywhere and that's what governs our society everything is symbolism wow everything like logos you know and just yeah everything. logos logos nowadays like like even something that might seem like an art piece there's symbolism in it right. you know the way people are posing symbolism exactly. it's always something like the triangle it's yeah. supposed to be the symbol for change right but then obviously it has other no not that one just a regular triangle i don't know is it it's supposed to be a symbol for change but i know that there's like a darker symbol for it too yeah so that's how they like dress it up it's like oh yeah they always dress it up for the good you know yeah it's always uh but it's obvious what their beliefs are it's just like jay-z with the whole rockefeller nation sign yeah that one too but but then again like you'll see jay-z wearing a alistair crowley shirt that says do what thou wilt and so like it clearly shows where his leanings are and like what he believes in and what he practices you know yeah isn't that crazy though that people just like overlook that no one there's not a lot of people that tune in like really you know channel into that and and you know look at it for what it is right because there are a lot of npcs out there (laughs) npcs and i don't know about you guys but i'm not saying because like this is a super narcissistic way of looking at the world i'm not saying that i'm neo in the matrix at all but i'm saying that like there are multiple neos in this world but not enough Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people are neos and they understand and see and they realize certain things symbolism certain meaning behind stuff and agendas and they see it almost immediately which is what i believe i can do but then there are also people who just say like, oh, Jay-Z, I love his music. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, Jay-Z. And then just puts up the fucking rock sign and shit. Or like, oh, that Doja Cat party was oh just God. like all fun and games. You go, girl. Killing yeah. it. Slay, girl. Slay. Wow, like, I love Doja Cat. She's my favorite. Get the fuck out of here, dude. How do you not see? Get the fuck out of here, dude. I almost can't unsee. Like, we we were watch, re-watching Home Alone. I haven't seen Home Alone in like 10 years. Yeah. And the little like sexual imp- like implications, ins- right? Ins- instant like what do you call it? Like windows. In- yeah, like it was like insisting like yeah. slyly these little sexual things between a child and an adult. Yeah, 
It's like, weird. Like, for example, the bathroom scene. You the, could describe it. Go. The the opening scene of Home Alone 2, uh, there's a scene where Kevin... No, no, where where Kevin is saying that his uncle, who's much older than him, obviously, said that if he ever sees him naked again, he's going to, like, beat him up or some shit. And it was something super strange, you know? And then Kevin is this child that's, like, 13, maybe younger than 13 years old. And then and then later they, they filmed Kevin, this child, going into the bathroom to look at his uncle showering or to do something. You yeah, know? and then the uncle was like, when I get out of here, I'm yeah. going to... I'm going to fucking whatever. I'm, I'm going to do, do... I don't this know. This and this or whatever, yeah. But it's, it's like, just weird. I can't watch that normally anymore without getting, like, icky. Like, and and now after the whole Pizzagate thing, like, if and you... And Balenciaga thing. Right, and if you, like, rewatch the first one, there was a heavy emphasis on pizza. Yeah. Like, the whole Home Alone first movie was all about pizza almost like not all about pizza but that was his main preferred dish kevin oh wow which is interesting because now that actor has grown up to be like really fucked in the head you know like he like he got the shortest end of the stick mm-hmm. he probably got molested by michael jackson or some shit like i don't know what happened to him you know well okay let's not <laughs> macaulay culkin let's not put don't 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 uh that's what people believe put in. accusations no, out it's there not, it's not accusations <laughs> because you're the one that's making it weird no i'm saying like about michael jackson because there, yeah, there was an actor that you know the actor that that did the um, i know which one you're talking about which one the two Corys, i think their name were it was the two Corys that did... What movie did they do together? Corey Feldman? Mm, I don't know his name, they but did he the has Goonies together. face. Yeah. yeah, Corey Feldman. He's and, done a lot of plastic surgery. And his other, his other co-star in the Goonies, Corey something or other. Yeah, he came out and He said, came out and said that he's been, you know, abused and molested by big Hollywood you know, producers and directors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Even name called Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlie Sheen is believable. So my point is like, and then he, he actually made a comment saying that Michael Jackson, he he was like, you know, he knew Michael Jackson, I guess. Like they've, they've I, I don't know, they've come, they've encountered each other. And he said that that never happened with Michael. Right. And that he thinks that, that when celebrities... Uh, that when celebrities, what's the word I'm looking for? Go against the grain. Mm-hmm. That that there's like a negative narrative painted on them, and so right, that's, that's why the whole like Michael Jackson molested kids thing came out. No, no, yeah, yeah. Like I just said it kind of jokingly, I know. <laughs> even though we we shouldn't joke about those things. But this is mentally gone, and like that's just what people have always said. It's like oh, like Macaulay Culkin was, you know, like molested by michael jackson and that's why he's fucked up but to your point um andrew tate recently predicted before he got arrested he said that that's how the matrix gets you is that first they try to assassinate your character Mm -hmm. then they incarcerate you and then for something you didn't do he said right? something you didn't do and then last step is they kill you Mm. so if you think about it that's exactly what michael jackson went through except the incarceration was at his own estate right was at his um own house essentially right because he couldn't leave his own estate because they they were keeping him there sedated 
just just basically contained in that space and so he he like he didn't have any freedom to leave if like if you wanted to essentially i actually don't know the whole michael jackson story so that's something that i'll have to look more more into i do want to know more i want to believe that he faked his death and he cheated the matrix and he actually actually escaped it him and tupac i i want to believe that but, but at the same time it's like it's very hard for you to kind of like game them you know because like they're always on you especially yeah. when you're that big and his his song that he filmed the music video in rio de janeiro which is how the americans say it oh yeah he said um it's called they don't really care about us mm-hmm and that was like the last straw essentially that that really changed everything for him where after that he became very paranoid because they were coming after him Mm. because he made that statement and then the whole song contains like little crumbs of just how the system works you know Mm, yeah like exposure exposing stuff yeah that's pretty crazy that's always how it happens right people start exposing stuff and then yeah. And and every time we say like when something happens to us, people are like, "Oh, the government is after you." Right, right. It's like I don't know, you know, <laughs> you never know. And and like this is gonna sound super stupid, but I feel like there is such thing as like spiritual war going on, and there is a, a good side and a bad side. So like that's why I think that the bigger quote unquote that we get, we are gonna like look into like just have like a safety net. We are going to look into like spiritual protection, if that makes sense, because it's very easy for us, like the more famous we get, the more evil energy and vibes yeah. and, and and like spells or just voodoo, voodoo magic, juju. black magic. Like we don't know what people are capable of and nobody really knows what's real or not. So just to make sure, like we're going to like get some form of blessing and like protection from like someone who's capable of doing that yeah because like just to make sure you know and i feel like every major major celebrity definitely does that i'm gonna try to get like a a saint you know saint uh protection yeah go you know i don't know <laughs> you know i don't know religiously yeah but anyways guys so anything else mm, no that's it for me We've already been going for one hour and 12 minutes. So today was a nice, chunky, hefty episode. Yes, sir. And we are now going to, guess what? We we are now going to prepare for the the main dish later today, uh, which is the podcast. Yeah, I haven't eaten today, so. Yeah, so she's going to eat and stuff, and then I'm (laughs) I'm just going to do some final preparation work. That'll be later. Yeah, but we are going to do it today, right, Gabriella? (laughs) Yeah. 100% today. Yes, we're doing it today. Guys, if I do end up doing the episode alone, just know that it's Gabriella's fault. No, I'm going to do it today. Okay, I'm just making that very clear, because today it will not pass. Because by tomorrow, I'm going to try to have the episode posted. If not, the latest will be Wednesday. Yes. But with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you listened up until this point, you are an OG one. You are a great, 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 great person. Yes, thank you for. I always, I can't even believe that some like people actually listen to this. So I like to think that we're somewhat interesting, or that the stuff that we talk about is somewhat interesting. But I'm always surprised too. No, I, I don't. I guess I don't see myself that way. No, no, no. Like, like I, I'm like pretty I don't see uneventful. Myself, 
I don't see myself as interesting, but I see the conversations and the thoughts kind of interesting where like you can kind of entertain it and then do your own research after the fact, you know? Yeah, you can cancel it. <laughs> yeah, you can cancel us. So uh, go to uh, 1-800-CANCEL-MENTALLY-GONE yeah. to cancel us, uh, sign a petition, and we will get back to you guys. <laughs> and then we will, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're looking for a lot of words today. <laughs> I need a dictionary <laughs> to help me look for all the words. She's looking for every single word today. My grandpa, can I just end it with this really funny joke for everyone? Yeah. My grandpa had a really funny joke about bald people going to a barber shop. Bald meaning like they still have some like little hair growing and balding. You know, no, no. Like my dad bald. Like okay, yeah. barely any hair. But, you know, bald. Uh, bald people going into the barber shop and then saying like, oh, since I don't have any hair, my haircut should be cheaper than the standard haircut price, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the barber instead going, no, your haircut's going to be more expensive because I have to look for the hair to cut. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to spend all my time here looking, looking for your hair to cut. <laughs> That's actually a good joke. When it's told in Portuguese, it's more funny. That's not no. How do you guys talk? Facebook. Brazilian Portuguese is so better. Yeah. So better. So much better. It sounds so grammatically wrong. It sounds so much better. Yeah. And Portugal Portuguese. Someone vote down below. It's so much worse. It's worse. You guys like spraichi? No, that's not how you say it. It's Sprite. No, Sprite. Sprite. Yeah, Sprite. All right, guys. So with that being said, that was an amazing joke. Um, I'm going to have to hold myself over just from laughter after this is over. I'm just going to have to laugh it off completely. <laughs> just containing it right now, holding it in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you so much for watching or for listening to this episode. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow. If you guys want to rate the episode and help us out in ranking the podcast, you guys can rank it, <clears throat> not rank it, but, but you guys can rate it on whichever platform you're currently using it really helps us out. If you guys want to give us a five-star rating, we would be much appreciated. And yeah, don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone. Peace to the world. <laughs> Peace to the world.